We pick up on Chavzayin Amud Bet 27b. Uh, we had we're in the middle of a discussion about uh, where Rabbi Huda uh, said that uh, you you can't uh, you have to burn uh, the chametz. You can't do anything else with it. The first thing was it was a kalva chomer. Uh, we said from Notar, uh, and that uh, never worked out. We rejected the kalva chomer because we said what happens if you don't find uh, any uh, fuel to burn the chametz? Does that mean uh, that you have to uh, just let it lie and uh, and not not burn it, but uh, the Torah had said uh, that you do have to destroy the chametz from your houses. Okay, so that that was where, uh, even though he thought he might be stringent, it actually ends up being a leniency. So that was why I rejected the kavachome. So now Rabbi Huda tries again. Chaza Rabbi Huda, Dano Din Acher. He says another law, and this is going to be more on what's known as a hekesh, uh, something where you compare something to something else. There's one thing where you work it out from a kavachome, where you say something. Oh, this definitely must happen because. Uh, this is more strict uh, than in than something else in another instance. Uh, here, where it's it's more of a uh, it's in the pesukim where you uh, compare one thing to the other. And once you have that, it's harder to refute. Uh, so that that is what he is saying over there. Notar asubachila. Notar leftover meat, meat that has been left beyond its prescribed time, uh, is not allowed to be eaten. Uh, so too vechametz asubachila, and so too vechametz uh, is not uh, forbidden to be eaten. Ma notar basreifa. So so too with notar, uh, you have to burn it. Af chametz basreifa. So too chametz, uh, you have to uh, burn it as well. The Gemara tries to reject this and um, they said uh, to Rabbi Huda, Nevela Tukiach. No, what about the case of a Nevela, uh, a Nevela, an animal that's died without being shechted properly? Uh, it's not allowed to be eaten. Obviously, uh, we saw that right at the beginning of the peric. What you have to do with it? It doesn't have to be burnt. You have to. <coughs> uh, you did said that said there. You have to give it to the gar and you have to sell it to the non-Jew. Uh, had that discussion uh, at the beginning, as we said of the peric. Amalehen. Uh, no, um, uh, uh, fresh. Uh, he says no. Uh, there is a difference. And not asubuchila uvana. Right? Uh, you know, in terms of these things, uh, you uh, you notar is not allowed to be eaten, and also you're not allowed to get any benefit uh, from it. So that's an additional thing. Not just eating; uh, it's, it's benefit as well. Chametz as well. As uh, that similarity. Chametz asur bakila uva hana. So it's a second similarity: eating and getting benefit. Uh, you're not allowed to do either of those things, as opposed to ma notar, uh, and uh, as opposed to novella, obviously, which you can get benefit, uh, giving it to the non-Jew. Ma uh, notar to and so too because of the double comparison between notar and chametz, uh, so too the same way notar has to be burned af uh, chametz to an also has to be burned chametz has to be burned. Amar so they still they don't rest. They say sora niskal yochiach the 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 uh, condemned ox uh, the ox that is going to be stoned uh, also uh, will disprove what you're saying. Shasubachila uvana it's not allowed to be eaten and also uh, not allowed to be uh, gotten benefit from. I know to ensrafa, but you don't have to burn it. Uh, so therefore, Amalahin, so the answer to that, Hefresh, I distinguish between that case as well. Uh, now we have a third thing. Nota Asa Bachila, Uvana, Vanish Karet. In terms of Nota, not only is it not allowed to be eaten, not only is it not allowed to be gotten benefit from, uh, but also uh, if you do, then you'll get punished with Karet. So too with Chametz. Chametz Asu Bachila, Vana, Vanish Karet. So too with Chametz, it also shares. 
those three things when you eat you're not allowed to eat it on Pesach you can't get any benefit from it on Pesach and also if you do eat it you'll get karet uh, and so too now we say because of the triple uh, connection uh, this and notar is uh, has to be burnt uh, so too chametz uh, has to be burnt Amrilo uh, still the, the, they keep on coming at him Rabbi Huda and they say Chilbo Shura Niskal Yochiach no the Chalev of uh, the, the forbidden fat of the Shura Niskal uh, is also will, will prove you incorrect why Shasubachila number one forbidden from benefits Uvana and uh, eating so and for an uvana and from benefits vanish karet and uh, it is also the uh, it will get punished uh, from, from with uh, with karet so because that's the chaylev you're not allowed to eat chaylev and you will get punished with karet uh, to in so too uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't need burning as well. So now, Chaza Rabbi Huda Avedano Dinachos. So Rabbi Huda seems to be knocked out by that, and he tries to learn it out from another source. He says, "Notar Yeshno Baal Tatiru Evchamets Baal Tatiru." So too, in terms of a um, uh, this uh, the, the both things in terms of Notar, uh, you're not allowed to leave Notar over. That's how it becomes Notar, uh, and so too uh, with Chamets, uh, you're not allowed to leave it beyond the time that you have to. Uh, get dead, get rid of it. Okay. Uh, once the time is is uh, is finished for chametz, you'd have to uh, destroy it. Uh, therefore, my notar b'sreifa af chametz b'sreifa. So he tries to add on like a fourth level uh, over here uh, of uh, of comparison. Amrilo, uh, they reply to him, no. Hashem tuli v'chatata of haba ala safek lidvarecha yochihu. In terms of uh, these things, <coughs> what happens if you have an Hashem tuli? An Hashem tuli is an interesting card of uh, sacrifice you may have done something wrong uh, which uh, you would need to um, you, 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 you would have to bring an offering for uh, and uh, what you do is uh, um, and you don't know whether you've done it or not so until that uh, uh, you, you, you eat uh, for example you come home and there's two bits of, uh, of fat on the table and you uh, eat one and the dog eats one uh, and then your wife comes home and they say, she says Oi, uh, which, which fat did you eat uh, and uh, you don't know. You don't know which one you ate. So that that could be that you'd be liable for a chatat uh, for that if you did eat, uh, if you, in, you ate it inadvertently, uh, and therefore you would be liable for chatat if you knew that it was uh, that you'd eat forbidden fat. On the other hand, you might have eaten the permissible fat. And the dog's not answering, uh, therefore you can't ask the dog. Okay, so uh, so what do we have over here? Uh, we see that uh, in in this case, so Nasham, you bring an Hashem Tului, and Hasham Tului protects you against any punishment until you try ascertain exactly what went on. You maybe you could say, well, it was on the left, on the right, or whatever the case was, until you work it out. Uh, but uh, and uh, and al al asafek, that's Hasham uh, Tului. Okay, chatat uh, off. Also, a woman has. To to bring uh, two offerings, uh, a bird and uh, uh, two birds when she, at the end of her uh, period of birth, uh, <coughs> she has to bring two birds. One is a khatat and one is an asham. Uh, sorry, um, an ola and uh, an ola and a khatat, sorry. Uh, and, and what happens is uh, is, uh, is that uh, what happens if she gives birth, but she's not sure uh, if it was a baby or if it was some kind of other um, miscarriage and it might have been uh, not yet a baby uh, so what what is the issue there uh, so so what happens is is that you uh, have to 
uh, bring an offering and normally uh, you know an ola is no problem because you do, can do a voluntary ola uh, as opposed to a, an obligatory ola which this is uh, so you can do a voluntary ola so you can bring that ola you say if it's meant to be uh, a, a obligatory uh, then it's obligatory if it's meant to be voluntary uh, well then uh, if it's not obligatory well then this is a voluntary ola so you can make a condition on that however <clears throat> once it comes to the khatat uh, you're not allowed really you're not supposed to as we saw a bit earlier on also a few days ago, Chulin Lazara, you're not supposed to be bringing unconsecrated animals into the Azara. On the other hand, if you don't uh, do it with this woman, uh, this uh, she's not able to continue with any form of purification. She'll be stuck uh, in a period of uh, of tumor, uh, and and therefore you're not she's not able to move on in her life. So therefore, the rabbis had built in that she you do bring this khatat offering, but instead of uh, being eaten uh, by the kohanim, it actually gets uh, burned. Up uh, and we see in all of those in both of those cases, Yochihu uh, In all of these cases, you're not allowed to uh, leave them over for a period of time. However, and and we say the rabbis uh, to Rabbi Huda uh, that uh, these these two items, the Asham. Uh, Asham, uh, the Asham and also this bird, this Khatat that is not uh, eaten. Uh, what happens to them? We say uh, there's uh, right at the end of Tumura uh, where the, these kind of distinctions are made. They said, you know, uh, uh, certain things have to be destroyed by burning. The rabbis are the ones that say uh, these two items are burned. However, uh, however, the Rabbi Huda himself is the one that says actually uh, they aren't burnt, they are buried. Uh, and therefore, so this proves that, uh, you know, from your own words that, uh, that you are wrong. Because here you say, here is something which, uh, you know, that uh, it, 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 you're going to bury them instead of burning them. So this disproves your whole theory. And Shatak Rabbi Huda, and Rabbi Huda actually can't answer. He can't answer to that. He's, he's uh, been refuted uh, over there. All right. And uh, I'm Rav Yosef, and Rav Yosef says, Hainu Damri Inchi, there's what people say, Kafa Dechatat, in terms of Dechata, and Narga, sorry, the spoon that the carpenter made, Kavei Nishrof Chardala. With that spoon, uh, the mustard will, will burn his mouth. Okay, and uh, so in other words, uh, the, the Rabbi Hood himself uh, that talked about uh, this, this, uh, these items being buried as opposed to burned uh, refuted himself. Uh, he is, he is he, you know, by his own opinion, he's messed himself up. So the same thing, uh, if a, sometimes a spoon that a carpenter makes, uh, he uses it and it will burn, he'll burn his own mouth with mustard. Amar Abayabaya says, uh, Sadana Basane Yativ, if you make uh, these, uh, uh, these Sadana, these uh, uh, stocks, uh, you know, these chains, etc., sometimes you'll be caught uh, in, the, in the chains. You'll sit in those chains. Medivil, Yadeh, uh, and you get paid uh, from your own work. Okay, so sometimes you you have you make these chains and these handcuffs, and you actually get handcuffed in them. Rava Amar Rava says, um, uh, Gira, if you make an arrow, Bigira uh, Bikta. Uh, if you make your arrows, sometimes you be killed with those own arrows. Midvil Yaday Mishdalaim. Exactly with what we said, uh, you get repaid through your own handiwork. In other words, uh, you have to, you know, you create something. Uh, we, we often we say sometimes if you dig a pit, then uh, you fall that in that same pit, that same kind of idea. Uh, sometimes. 
you the, you're the architect of your own downfall. All right, uh, that is that. All right, so now what we do uh, is the is the following. We quote from our Mishnah again. Chachamim Rimim Mafarer Vazere Leruach. Right, we said uh, you don't have to burn. Rabbi Yehuda was very strict on the on the fact that you have to burn the chametz to get rid of it. Uh, the rabbis say no, not necessarily. It doesn't have to be burned. You could even uh, crumble it and throw it uh, into the wind or the sea. So now Ibalu. Um, exactly which way was this read? Uh, is it crumbling and throwing it into the wind so it scatters that way? And you have to crumble it and throw it into the sea. Okay, so is it you know the crumbling and uh, and uh, throwing it uh, is is that part of the uh, is that essential? Okay, or Dilma maybe you could read it as follows: It's only when it's the the wind that you have to crumble it and then throw it up so the pieces scatter in different directions. Aval matiliam But if it is the sea and you throw something into the sea, uh, you can throw it in in its uh, you know complete uh, form okay you do not have to to crumble it first and then throw it in the sea uh, the fact that it gets thrown in the uh, the salty water will make it uh, inedible quite quickly okay tnan nami nami avodazora and we learned uh, a mishnah like this uh, in terms of avodazara ado worship sorry um kihai gavna similar kind of idea rebi yosi omer shokai lurach what you have to do rebi yosi says you have to grind up the idol and you have to throw it uh, into, you know, and uh, throw it to the wind or matil liam or uh, into the sea. Vibalu, same kind of question. Heiki kama, exactly uh, what are we talking about? Shulchek v'zorei l'rach, is it true that you have to um, throw it, you grind it and then throw it uh, into uh, the wind uh, and also shulchek v'zorei l'rach, uh, sorry, you have to grind it up uh, and throw it to the wind and grind it up and throw it to the sea. Or Dilma, maybe what do we say? Uh, maybe you'd have to just grind it and throw it into the wind. But you can throw it into the sea uh, by itself. So very uh, same Similar type of dispute. One is talking about Khamet, one is talking about Avodazora, and as we mentioned before, there is a connection uh, really between Avodazora and, and, and Khamet. A strong connection is never nullified uh, in, in anything the same, you know, Khamet is never nullified. Avodazora is, uh, is, is uh, uh, never nullified if it uh, comes into um, contact with, uh, with, with a certain things. Uh, we had that uh, thing where if the bread uh, gets mixed in, a bread of the Asherah tree, and you know, we said if it gets get mixed in, and then it gets mixed into something else. Uh, uh, you know, we have to chuck all of it out. Uh, so, so too, the idea is that uh, Avodazora is very similar to Chametz, and the rabbis to also talk about the Yetzahara, also very similar uh, to Chametz, uh, which is, you know, the Yetzahara is like idolatry as well. Anyway, uh, that is a subject of, a, of another shir, really, but that's uh, the idea over there. Okay, I'm a rabbi, so rabbi says about here to answer these questions. Mistabra, Avodazora Diliam Hamelech Kaisla. Really, if you throw these idols into the Dead Sea, uh, no problem. Law by Sukika, you do not have to grind them up before. Obviously, the, the high uh, salt content of the, uh, uh, the, the Dead Sea uh, will ensure that they corrode very quickly, 
plus uh, there's not a lot of traffic uh, over there there's no you know ships don't go sailing uh, in 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 the dead sea um khamets the shar narot kazo however uh, if you have khamets uh, that has to be thrown into other forms of of uh, rivers okay and not the dead sea uh, and uh, you, you need to crumble it beforehand uh, because if it just gets thrown in people could come and and pick it up maybe the outside would be a bit soggy but uh, you could uh, you know they'd benefit from the inside I'm going to Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef says, no, Adaraba. Uh, we say that I would say the opposite. Ibcha, uh, Mistabra, the opposite is more logical. How so? Avodazora, the law, Mimisa, idols which, which are made of metal uh, and they don't go off uh, in the water. They, 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 you know, they might, uh, it would take them very long uh, to start rusting, decaying, etc. They could be there for a long time. Uh, it says, Bioskika. Uh, in this case, they, they need to be ground up uh, and uh, and then thrown into the water so that people don't come and scoop them out the water and then use them. Uh, as opposed to chametz, uh, chametz will uh, disintegrate and uh, get disgusting uh, in the water uh, very, very quickly. So you don't even have to crumble it up in the first case. Okay, so uh, really, machloket, uh, really between Rabba and Rav Yosef in terms of uh, what the uh, uh, what you'd have to do uh, with bread and idolatry uh, in these cases. Tanya Kavata de Rabba, Tanya Kavata Rav Yosef. A brighter was taught to both like Rabba and a brighter like Rav Yosef. Okay, so Tanya Kavata de Rabba, a brighter was taught like Rabba. Haya, Malek Midbar, if you are going through the desert, uh, a place where, you know, there's, uh, you know, the, you, you might not be able to get, to get fires or anything like that. So then, um, you crumble it and you throw it to the wind. Now, if you're in the uh, in the you have to crumble it and throw it into the sea. That's exactly what you what he said. You, even crumbling and throwing it into the sea, you can't throw it into the sea hole. Whole. Uh, Tanya Kavatid Rav Yosef Abrata is also taught like Rav Yosef What happens if you're in a desert? You can crumble it and throw it into the rock uh, If you are in a sea liam. Uh, you have to crumble it and throw it into the sea Okay um, So now, so you know in, in terms of uh, of this um, you know, we, we, we see actually uh, that uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, it seems that there's actually problems uh, here. Shika kasha l'raba, parakusha l'rav Yosef. In terms of this, uh, grinding is difficult for Rabba. Uh, he said in terms of idols, maybe you actually don't have to uh, throw them into the sea. Uh, and when it talks about, um, you know, shukika, crumbling it uh, of bread uh, is difficult, uh, you know, um, uh, l'rav Yosef, kasha l'rav Yosef. So, uh, you know, how do you answer that? Shika l'raba lo kasha. The grinding is not a problem for Rabbah. Uh, why? Because he says, Ha'ali Yamamelech, Ha'ali Sha'anaharot. Where you have to grind it up, uh, he says, um, you, don't, you, don't, uh, you don't have to grind up the idol, that's when you throw it into the Red Sea. Uh, but then, where you do have to grind it up, Sha'anaharot, uh, that's where other uh, rivers and stuff like that. Parallel of Yosef, Lord Kasha, and also crumbling this bread is not a problem for Rav Yosef. Hi, Bekiti, hi, Danama. He says if you've got a bag of wheat uh, that that uh, gets leavened, it's very um, 
it, you know, it, uh, uh, wheat won't, uh, you know, suddenly disintegrate on its own. Uh, that is why you have to grind it up first, uh, as opposed to bread, uh, which once you throw it into the water, uh, will start uh, getting waterlogged and disgusting and, and start disintegrating straight away. There's no need to, to crumble it. So we've answered uh, for both uh, um, uh, Rav Yosef uh, and, uh, uh, and Rabba. Okay, good. The next Mishnah uh, carries on as follows. Chameitz shel goy shavar lava pesach mutabana. A non-Jew, okay, uh, you know, who keeps chameitz over Pesach, a Jew is allowed to benefit uh, from that. Mutabana uh, is, is, is totally for, uh, permitted for benefit after Pesach. However, shel Yisrael asubana. Uh, if a Jew has uh, kept chameitz uh, over Pesach in violation of the law, a non a, a Jewish person uh, afterwards is not allowed to benefit from that chametz. Uh, it's what's known as chametz uh, shavar alav pesach. It's chametz, uh, and you know pesach has passed over it. Uh, that is forbidden in Hana. You can't get benefit from it. And the, the pasuk it says uh, about that. You know, lo or there should not be any or uh, any leaven uh, seen with you in all your borders. Okay, many men he's in. Who does our Mishnah go like? And now we're going to present three different opinions uh, of uh, uh, of uh, different rabbis and it seems uh, according to this that our Mishnah does not go like any of them okay uh, what are we talking about Lord Rabbi Yudah Lord Rabbi Shimon Lord Rabbi Yosegalili these are the three rabbis Rabbi Yudah Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yosegalili uh, what are their opinions? Mahi. Uh, uh, what are these opinions? The Tanya. We learn a brata, and we're basically going to, to quote uh, the, uh, the, the brata today, and uh, we're going to start examining a little bit of surrounding things, but the, the major analysis is actually uh, for tomorrow uh, of this brata. In any case, the Tanya Chameitz. Whether Chameitz. You get benefit from chametz, uh, whether before its time, i.e., this is talking about before its time, from uh, midday on uh, erev Pesach until Pesach, right? Uh, it says, or after its time, which is talking about after the Chag of Pesach as well. Uh, it says, over um, alav belav. Then you are liable for a negative commandment. You shouldn't get benefit at those times. If you did, uh, then you get. You, you, it, not, not just at those times. Uh, if chametz was still in existence at those times, uh, then you're not supposed to get benefit uh, from it. And if you do uh, get benefit from it, uh, then it's a it's a negative commandment over there. Very beloved, uh, love beloved. Uh, now it says, however, toch zmano. If it's during Pesach, okay, and you get benefit uh, from that, uh, then <clears throat> uh, if you if you eat it, uh, then it's uh, not only very love, but love, uh, then you, you not only get a negative commandment, but you get worse, the karet as well, you get karet, you get uh, spiritual excision, right, you get karet for that different Rabbi Huda. so Rabbi Huda says um, before and after a negative commandment, uh, and during a negative commandment plus karet good, uh, Rabbi Shimon Omer Rabbi Shimon says, chametz lifnei zmano ulach zmano, eno varelav velo klum, he says before Pesach, I from 12 o'clock to about, uh, in the afternoon, until about six o'clock when Pesach comes in uh, that is uh, you haven't violated anything uh, similarly after Pesach uh, you, you have not violated anything even if it's uh, the chametz was still existed um, during Pesach however uh, uh, during Pesach itself uh, he, he agrees uh, with Rabbi Huda uh, it says 
Toxmano, if it's during the time uh, you get uh, benefit uh, from it or you keep it or whatever, Toxmano, over alav, Bakaret, Uvalav. You get a negative commandment as well as you get Karet. And he says as well, uh, from the time that it is forbidden to eat, that it is forbidden to get benefit uh, from. Atan uh, Tanakama, and uh, in this co- this comments the Gemara, uh, you've come to the opinion of the first Tanakama, which is exactly what uh, Rabbi Huda says. Um, that's his thing, uh, you know, relating benefits uh, to uh, uh, you know to. to uh, to the fact that once you can't use it, you can't get benefit from it. Once you, once you can't get benefit, um, once you can't eat it, you can't get benefit from it. Okay, Rabbi Osiak Liliomar. Now he's the third opinion, uh, and we've seen this before. We have referenced it. You should be surprised at yourself. Why do you say that chametz is forbidden for all benefits uh, during those seven days of Pesach? All right. So that, that's uh, really uh, the, those are the three statements. The Brata continues. Um, how do you know uh, that uh, after the sixth hour, uh, you know, this is talking at least according, uh, this talk must be talking about like Rabbi Huda, um, that uh, in terms of this, uh, what... Um, if you eat chametz uh, after the sixth hour, uh, it's a negative commandment. You have violated this uh, negative commandment. Um, you're not allowed to eat chametz uh, at that time. Seven days you have to eat matzot, and uh, therefore, so what is he talking about there? Uh, the the actual um, uh, the pasuk at the beginning of the pasuk starts off actually by saying you have to shecht uh, the Pesach offering to Hashem uh, in the place that He's choosing his name to be there and you're not allowed to eat any chametz uh, you know for seven days you have to eat matzot so therefore what do we say as part of this whole pasuk uh, it says uh, we're talking about uh, the time of uh, the, the, sacrifice, the, the sacrifice of the Pesach offering i.e. from midday uh, that is uh, that's when uh, the prohibition against having leaven uh, around leaven is forbidden uh, from the sixth hour onwards uh, in, on, on Erev Pesach okay that's uh, the afternoon of the 14th of Nisan, right? So that's uh, Rabbi Huda's opinion. Amalor uh, Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon uh, says back to him, V'kiev shalom arkein, how can you say such a thing? V'lo kavarnem avlo tochlo alav kamet, shivat shamim tochal alav matzot. It says you're not allowed to eat any kamet uh, and you have to eat matzot for seven days. Okay? And according to Rabbi Shimon, uh, what does it talk about? It says, you co- you know, uh, you're not allowed to eat kamet uh, and it juxtaposes that with eating matzah. Uh, therefore, it's, you have to do it at the time uh, where you are eating matzah. Uh, and, and therefore, what do you say? If, can you eat matzah on the 14th of Nisan? No, you can't. Okay. So what does it mean that you can't eat chametz with it? He says, only at the time that you're commanded uh, to get up and eat uh, matzah, i.e. the night of the 15th of Nisan onwards, uh, uh, only at that time are you not allowed to eat chametz. If you can't eat chametz, um, uh, I'm sorry, if you can't eat matzah yet, uh, i.e. on the 14th of Nisan, you're not allowed to eat matzah, other, uh, it says so too. So too, he says the whole of the fourteenth, uh, you aren't, uh, you're not forbidden from eating chametz. So according to him, uh, you could have chametz until very late uh, in the afternoon. 
only once you are commanded the night comes uh, and uh, then you can eat uh, you know, the matzot and then he says that's when the prohibition against kamates kicks in so that's Rabbi Shimon's view uh, and then uh, my time at Rabbi Huda so now the Gemara examines this and says what is Rabbi Huda why does Rabbi Huda say such a thing uh, and he says where does he get his opinion from uh, there are three uh, different verses that are written okay uh, there are there are going to be two that we're going to see in Parshat Bo uh, the first one Lo Yochal you're not allowed to eat um, uh, leavened bread, okay, and also something that is leavened, you're not allowed to eat, and then it says you have to eat matzot, uh, and he says, um, and the third uh, time it mentions a similar pasuk, uh, you're not allowed to eat chametz uh, uh, with it, and that, that's in Parshat A. so two verses from Bo and one from A. Okay, uh, and, and he says, well, you've got three different opinions, or essentially uh, seem to be telling me a very similar idea, uh, so therefore, what do I use these three verses? He says, I'll need, uh, you know, one says that you can't eat chametz uh, before uh, on Erev Pesach. One says that you can't eat chametz uh, after Pesach if it uh, went, it, it lasted throughout Pesach. And the other one is if a Jew owned it, uh, then you can't eat it. And the third one is during Pesach uh, as well. Okay, so that's what he learns. Uh, he says, I've got three, uh, three verses teach me three time periods. Okay, so now. Now, back to bouncing to Rabbi Shimon. Uh, Rabbi Shimon says, no, I obviously have to use one uh, to teach me that you can't uh, eat chametz during Pesach. That is quite uh, obvious. Uh, it says, what I use the, the Pasuk, any leavening you can't have, uh, teaches you as the following, as the following brata, only Ella, Shinich uh, this bread is only uh, if it became leavened uh, by itself. Okay, and machmat uh, You know, maybe if it came uh, leavened through another uh, substance, uh, you know, you might think that uh, it it would be. You know that uh, if it, it came, you know, if you add in something else, uh, that that wouldn't be uh, the case. So therefore. We teach Tamud Lomar Kol Anything that is leavened, you're not allowed to eat. All right. Uh, the next um, verse, Lo Yachel Chametz, leavened bread is not allowed to be eaten. So that's the third pasuk. He says He needs it for the following halakha. Uh, what is that? Rabbi Yosia Galili, who we haven't heard much from. Rabbi Yosia Galili says Minayin LePesach Mitzrayim Shein Chimutzo Noheg Bo Ele Yom Echad. Rabbi Yosia Galili says uh, the Pesach of Mitzrayim, I the very first uh, Exodus, the original Exodus, um, is the is the, the we said uh, that that day uh, you weren't allowed, you know, weren't allowed to eat chametz. It was only one day. Uh, it was only that first day that you weren't allowed to eat chametz. Tamud Lomar, lo yachel chametz. The pasuk says you're not allowed to eat chametz. And and samachlei, and it's connected to that. Hayom uh, atem yotim. On this day you go out. In other words, uh, that uh, during Pesach of Mitzrayim, okay, which we'll see a lot more about in subsequent chapters, we'll have the difference between. 
Pesach Mitzrayim and Pesach Dorot, it's called uh, the Pesach of Generations. Okay, so this is one of the differences. Uh, the prohibition against eating chametz uh, during that very first Pesach uh, was only for that day. Rabbi Huda, Machmatavarache Minale. So where does he learn uh, that uh, that previous thing? Where, if it, you know, even though it becomes uh, leavened uh, by with another substance, Afkei Rachmana Velashom Machmetet. He says it could. It, it talks about that that is leavened. Okay, he says I don't need an extra whole uh, verse. I kind of learned two things from that Machmetet. Rabbi Yosi Galili Menale and the teaching of Rabbi Yosi Galili. Uh, where does he learn that from? That uh, uh, it was only forbidden for one day. Chametz was only forbidden for one day. Ibatayma midasamechlei hayom. It says on that day, i.e., that day, you know, leavened bread was only eaten uh, that day. Uh, and and uh, another answer smuchim lodarish Rabbi Yehuda uh, doesn't agree with Rabbi Yossi uh, that uh, you learn out smuchim. Uh, there is a machloket uh, in other places, not uh, not explicitly here, uh, but just you know kind of alluded to over here. Uh, is that um, uh, there are certain rabbis that do not hold that uh, just because things are written in a specific way in the Torah uh, that you can juxtapose one thing to the other uh, in a pasuk because uh, the Torah maybe wasn't written. Uh, the Torah definitely in certain places has uh, parts that are out of order. So therefore, just because the Torah was written uh, that way, it doesn't, you know, it could have been uh, out of order. So therefore, you can't learn it. However, uh, during, in the, in the book of uh, Devarim, in the book of Deuteronomy, uh, we, he does darshanat smuchim. Uh, people, they do darshanat. Why? Because that was all said basically at one time with Moshe and he specifically said it as opposed to the other there's a machloket uh, how the Torah was given whether it was given uh, on, a, on a scroll by scroll basis not for now uh, though we're not going to talk about it too much but uh, that, that is the source of you know why uh, there wouldn't be Ein Muqtam Machar Torah okay um, and now uh, you know, so so we've actually got to a place uh, now which actually makes sense to stop, even though there is uh, a little bit left on the daf. Uh, what we are going to, to get into is uh, going back into the brata and starting to analyze uh, all different parts of the brata. Uh, and uh, but uh, for now, we'll actually just leave it uh, at that. Uh, everyone should have a great day.